0: oftentimes we dismiss the things that we've done or the things that we're proud of because we immediately assume that on an external level, it's not that big of a deal. Going to the gym two times a week compared to someone who's just launched a multi-million dollar business. It's like, should I really be proud of that? Yeah, I should. I'm going to be proud of that because it's something that I did. Welcome to She's Interesting. I'm Rochelle Hariri. I'm an award-winning marketer, startup consultant, and I'm the host of this fabulous podcast called She's Interesting. Now, where where do we begin? We are already in December. Can you guys believe we're in December? In a way, I feel like this year just flew by me. But then I also reflect on what happened this year, and I think, damn, a lot of stuff happened in 2023. I don't know if you're having, if you're listening to this, and you've had a great year an okay year, a good year or a bad year, right? Things, things happen and we go through stuff and December often becomes a time of reflection because we know we're going to start a new year. We want to focus on renewal. And I I often think that as I'm talking to different friends, like people just assume that once January rolls around, we're supposed to be rejuvenated and refreshed and coming to life as a new person. And let me tell you, that is so far from reality, especially if you're listening to this and you live in a cold weather climate country like Canada, where it is actually cold and dark and it's not a good time. I have mixed feelings about December and the new year and setting goals for the year. I always say that my new year is really in February when it's my birthday because That is actually my new year. (laughs) That's when I'm, that's when I was born. That's when I'm starting a new year for myself. But then also I am Persian and our new year officially is in March, which makes sense if you think about it. It's spring. Like spring is the time where new things grow and the season starts to change and everything's beautiful again. And and the color comes back into our environment, into the world. So I have mixed feelings about December, because honestly, it's a little depresso for me. But as someone who is always reflecting and thinking deeply about how I'm living my life, how I'm growing as an individual and wanting to do more and learn more and be better, I do use December as a time to rest and relax. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about strategies for coping with December, (laughs) how not to fall into the trap of comparison And then I have my handy notebook here because I was taking notes about how I'm planning to do what I call 2024 year of design, my excitement list. I am basically throwing out the window and I'm completely tossing the way that society tells us to set goals for 2024. And I'm doing it my own way. I'm doing it based on feelings because I'm a feeler. I'm doing it based on excitement and that fluttering feeling that I get in my stomach. That's how I'm setting my year for 2024. And to be honest, I'm probably not even going to set the whole year anyway. I think, you know, kudos to the people that are like, I set all my goals for 2024. And then I worked backwards every month, week, day. And it's like, that's awesome for you, but I'm not that kind of person. I am much more of a flexible, go with the flow, push myself to feel and to live. Um, I do love myself some routines and goals, but I, I, I've tried that every year where I set set specific goals. I'm very hard on myself. I almost run my life like a business and that's not the way to live. So 2024, we're doing things a little bit differently. And I'm going to walk you through what that looks like for me and how you can do it as well. I'm also going to leave everything in the show notes. If there's anything that you want, you can get links to, you can find it all in the show notes. It's no problem. I should also address the beautiful elephant in the room, which is not really an elephant in the room, but for those who are watching, we're hanging out in my living room. So welcome to my home. Uh, If you were actually in my home, I would be offering you some water, some tea, Coffee, if you like, some sort of beverage, and maybe some snacks, because that's just the way we roll in this house. But hopefully, you have your own coffee right now or your tea, and you're hanging out, and we're just gonna have this conversation together. Let's get back <laughs> to the focus and why we're here today. So, let's talk about December. I, I mentioned earlier that I want you to, to do things a little bit differently, not get influenced. December is a time where, let me tell you, human behavior people start to panic that they don't know if they have lived their life to the fullest this year. They don't know if they've accomplished all the goals that they've wanted to for 2023. They start to panic and get anxiety. And then what do people do? They try to soothe themselves and feel better. So then they go on Instagram, they go on LinkedIn, they go on Twitter, wherever it is, and then they start reciting all of the things that they've done in the year, all the things that they're proud of. Now, there's nothing wrong with that good on you, make your list. I do it as well. And sometimes I do share it openly, but I want you to be able to protect yourself in a way that you don't feel bad about you. If you've had a rough year, not everybody's had a good year. Not everyone can say all 365 days were like butterflies and rainbows. They weren't. And it certainly wasn't that way for me. And maybe I'll talk a little bit about how my year started versus how it ended because it did not start great. I'm going to tell you that. Don't let what other people are posting on social media this month of December bring you down. If you are single and you've recently had a breakup or you're going through a breakup or you are looking for love and December rolls around and it's a hard time of the year people are posting pictures with their significant other or how happy they are, give yourself a break. My advice, if you're feeling down, is give yourself a break. Remove yourself from social media for a bit. I'm giving you a heads up, a fair warning right now. Everyone's gonna be posting reels and crazy things about all the fun that they had in 2023. No one's gonna be talking about the tough times that they went to, or maybe a select few will. You've had a good life. You should be grateful for everything that you have in your life. I'm reminding myself on a regular basis to live my life with gratitude first and not with comparison. And not with lack, not with feeling like I'm lacking in my life, but instead to focus on gratitude, focus on my health, focus on the love that I have surrounding me in my life, whether it's with my partner, with my friends, family, focusing on the good and the positive in in the world. And if you've had a difficult year, if you've lost people that you love, if you've lost your job, if you're going through hard times, it's okay to feel the feels too, but just give yourself that space and time so that you you don't feel even worse going on social media and being like, damn, everyone's had a great fucking year and I feel like garbage right now. Protect yourself. That's all I have to say. So here's my approach for how to handle December, how to prep yourself for the new year, how to not feel like you're falling behind because these are the general things that we all worry about. We're worried about not falling behind in life, making sure that we are accomplishing goals, that we're living a good life, that we're not wasting time. That's the biggest thing. I hate the feeling like I'm wasting time and wasting my life. It's it's terrible. And so here's how I'm approaching December. I'm approaching it. And I think part of this comes from a place of privilege because I work as a consultant and This December, I'm taking a lot of time off and I'm giving myself the opportunity to to rest. If you're working a full-time job, uh, chances are that you're working until right before the holidays. And so you get like a good chunk of time, maybe like two weeks off. Use this time to give yourself what you need. Use this time to rest, to sleep in, to indulge, to do all all of the things and don't feel bad about it. I'm the type of person where if I'm relaxing too much, if I'm resting too much, I I kind of feel like I'm wasting my time, like I mentioned earlier, and I, I hate that feeling. And so I'm retraining my mind for December. I often think of December in three ways. So if we're looking at December, I want you to focus on reflection, rest, and refocus. These are the three things that we are going to spend our time and our mind thinking about before we get into the new year. If we're looking in reflection, there's four questions that I want you to ask yourself. The first one is, what am I proud of? And this is just like, I have a notebook in front of me and I'm taking notes. This is how I'm gonna be spending my December. But I'm thinking about what am I proud of? This can be things that you've accomplished over the last year, behavior changes that you've made. If you've quit smoking, if you've stopped eating sugar, if you've stopped feeling guilty about doing something in particular, write that down. Um, you can be proud of anything. You can be proud of the fact that let's say you got yourself, this is one of mine, got myself to the gym twice a week consistently for the last quarter. That's a huge win for me. The fact that I am being disciplined enough to get my butt to the gym, to be there twice a week, even if it's just twice a week, that's a big accomplishment to me. And I'm not going to belittle that and, and make myself feel like that's not an accomplishment you need to think about life and goals and your focus only on the internal values that you put on it. So oftentimes we dismiss the things that we've done or the things that we're proud of because we immediately assume that on an external level, it's not that big of a deal. Going to the gym two times a week compared to someone who's just launched a multi-million dollar business, it's like, should I really be proud of that? Yeah, I should. I'm going to be proud of that because it's something that I did. It's my journey. It's my goals. No matter how small or how big they are, write them down. One thing in particular that I'm super proud of is she's interesting. Building she's interesting, putting the brand together, having an incredible launch event, interviewing the most fascinating women that I've ever met and know in my network. This has been such an accomplishment for me working with incredible sponsors, working with great people and different teams. It's really, truly a point of pride for me. And I'd say like, that's the biggest thing on my list is I'm just so happy with how she's interesting has turned out. I'm so excited every time I get feedback from you guys, from my listeners, and you tell me how much you love the podcast or how it helped you get motivated for the day. That is like the top thing that I'm the most proud of. There's other things as well. Like I said, fitness, eating well, taking care of myself, working on emotional detachment. There's so much that you could put on this list, but you need to take the time to reflect. So in December, as we're reflecting, give yourself some quiet space, some quiet time, go to a cafe, leave your family at home, leave the kids at home, give yourself a quiet space to do this. So question number one was, what am I proud of? Question number two, and you can even reflect on this right now as you're listening to the podcast, you might be driving somewhere, you might be sitting on the couch, reflect and take some notes for yourself. What do I want more of? This is a really important question because as you're reflecting on the year, oftentimes we focus on the negative, right? We focus on what we don't like, what we didn't do, what we didn't accomplish. We're very hard on ourselves but I want you to reframe that. I want you to think about what do I want more of? What did I do in 2023 that made me feel amazing that I want more of? That's it. Give yourself a second. I'm going to stop talking for two seconds. I'm sure some things are coming to mind and that's perfect. That's exactly what we want. For myself, what I want more of is I want more time with people that inspire me. Spending so much time with these incredible women this past quarter has been so uplifting and so motivating. And it just really reminds me of my purpose. I want more of that in 2024. And I will get more of that, right? Let's, let's change that from a want to what it's going to actually happen. The third question is, what do I want to change? We're not going down a negative path of like what sucked or what was terrible, no. What do I want to change for 2024? It could be habits that you created that aren't really working for you anymore. It could be routines that you have. It could be the way that you talk to yourself. It could be the way you talk to your partner or your spouse. It could be how you organize your day and your routine. Think about what you want to change. One thing that I did recently that was so freeing to me and I absolutely loved it is I made a list I made a list of things that I'm not good at. I wrote down, I'm not good at bookkeeping. I'm not good at like managing my receipts. Uh there's very specific things that I know I'm not good at and I'm going to stop faking and pretending that I enjoy those things and that I am good at them when it literally feels like pulling teeth. That could also be a good way of releasing yourself to realizing what you want to change. For example, With bookkeeping, I might hire a bookkeeper next year because I don't want to do this anymore. I use like QuickBooks and things like that to help me, but I just don't want to deal with it. It takes up too much time. It's too stressful. I could be doing other things that's something I might look into for 2024. So that's one of mine. Going to therapy was one of the best decisions I ever made. It helped me understand myself better and I am where I am today thanks to therapy. That's why I'm thrilled Shift Collab is making therapy more accessible with virtual therapy sessions from coast to coast and access to over 125 social workers and psychotherapists who are ready to help you navigate life's challenges. Shift Collab modernizes the therapy experience and makes it human. They're not just an app or an Uber-like therapy network. They have rigorous quality control and their mission is to provide valuable, actionable therapy. ShiftCollab is amazing. They want to make sure your therapist is the right fit for you. So they offer a complimentary meet and greet. Once you've selected a therapist you vibe with, together you decide on your goals and meeting frequency. If you need someone to talk to, visit shiftcollab.com. That's shiftcollab.com. Great therapy, better humans. The fourth question that I want you to ask yourself is, am I satisfied with what I'm doing? Let's take a minute to pause. Am I satisfied with what I'm doing? That's a really deep question. And I think right away, you're going to get an answer of yes or no. (laughs) And then you may try to talk yourself out of it. If you say no, you may be like, oh, but I love my job and I make good money. And like, yeah, I'm happy with what I'm doing. Um, Don't mask it. You can't hide from yourself. That's the whole purpose of this reflection exercise. Am I satisfied with what I'm doing? Personally, yes. Yes, I'm satisfied with the way that I'm working. Yes, I am more than satisfied with She's Interesting and the community that we're building and the conversations we're having. I'm more than satisfied. My cup is full. I absolutely love what I'm doing. On the consulting side, do I love what I'm doing? I want to spend more time to evolve my consulting services, and how I work with different clients. That's something that I'm not 100% satisfied. I want to change it. And that's being totally honest. And on the coaching side, I am enjoying coaching. And I want to do more in 2024. Um, It brings me joy. I like helping people. I like pushing them to see that they are capable of so much more than they think they are. And I absolutely love it. So in general, am I satisfied? I'd say about 90% yes. Um, 10%, there's some things that I'm going to change, which goes back to question number three. Let's do a quick recap. We're going into December. Actually, we are into December right now. We're like day five into December. Think about your, how you're going to reflect, rest and refocus. So that was just the reflection portion. We always need to start with reflection before we can go into refocus. And you know what? Like reflection versus rest you may want to switch them. You may want to rest first before you reflect. I'm personally someone who is a bit of an overthinker and analyzer. And so for me, it helps if I reflect right away before I can like release myself and just rest and sleep and enjoy, but it's up to you. You can switch the two if you like. So when it comes to rest, think about what you're going to do during this month for yourself, physically, emotionally, and spiritually do not forget your spirit girl cuz that is important. So physically are you going to do different types of workouts? Are you going to go for walks? Are you going to treat your body well and go for a massage or a body scrub? Are you going to ask your partner to give you a massage? What <laughs> what is it that you're going to do for yourself? Emotionally, how are you going to take care of yourself? If you've had a tough year, a hard 2023, What can you do to emotionally help yourself? Are you going to have a couple of therapy sessions before the end of the year? Are you going to try to journal and work things out on your own? Think about how you're going to take care of yourself. And then spiritually, like meditate, uh, take time just to breathe, take time to be in the moment. So much of this has to do with resting our minds. We're constantly thinking, we're constantly getting too much stimulation from our phones, from our laptops there's a lot going on. So give yourself that opportunity to rest, be in the moment, be at peace with yourself if you can. It's really hard to do. It's so much easier to say, but be kind to yourself. We went through reflection, we went through rest, and now refocus. Refocus is the part that stresses people out the most. (laughs) Refocus is what traditionally we would call goal setting for 2024, but as I mentioned, Winter is just the worst time for me to set goals. It is such a dark time. I want to hibernate. That's just the kind of person I am. So here's what I'm going to be doing to refocus. Over the month of December, as I'm resting, I'm reflecting, I'm going to think about designing my 2024. And I feel like goals sometimes can have a bit of a negative connotation, especially if you're someone who year after year has been setting goals, not being able to finish them. It it can actually be more of a deterrent and something that's stressful than it is a motivator. And so I'm completely avoiding using the term goal and I'm calling it designing. I'm designing my excitement list for 2024. And this is what it looks like. So as I'm going through my list, I'm focusing on big vision things that get me excited. What do I want to do with she's interesting? What do I want to do with my life? What what kind of things do I want to experience in 2024? How is that going to make me feel? And that's that's what I'm writing. These are the things that I want. Think about it from an intrinsically exciting place. What do you want to happen to you in 2024? How is it going to happen to you? How are you going to like live out this excitement that you want in your life? That's what gets me going. When I talk about goals honestly it's a snooze fest goals are not exciting to me my excitement list and design for 2024 that's an a++ okay so when we're talking about creating this list and i'll have everything a diagram of what i'm i'm talking about in the show notes so you can go there and get the documentation it's just like a simple template You don't even have to use this template if you don't want. This is your journey. It's your life. It's your year. I'm just making my recommendations. And hopefully, it sticks and you enjoy it. So I start with a brainstorm. I think about the big picture things that I'm going to get excited about, what's in my vision, what's just coming to me naturally that I'm like, oh my God, this is so excited. I can't wait for this to happen to me in 2024. That's what I'm working on. And that's what I'm writing down. Some people could say this is a form of manifestation. And I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Create your vision for the year. And what are the big moments? What are the highlights? When you think about your year and you get excited about your life, what are those highlights? Write them down. What are the things that you want to be able to experience and do as a a human being? We're also going to think about what are some systems that we can put in place to support these visions and to get our excitement list checked off. Um, some things that I do for myself are, for example, I try to block certain times in my calendar to focus on specific things that really helps me to stay disciplined and focused. Cause if I don't have a plan and I'm, I'm not saying, okay, like every Friday afternoon for two hours, I'm focusing on, she's interesting every Monday morning for three hours I'm planning for the week, whatever it is. I mean, those are just hypotheticals, but If I don't have those things in my calendar, other people's priorities will take precedence over what I want to do, and that's not going to work for me. Definitely not bringing that into 2024. And you know what? That's actually one of the items. When we were talking about reflection, what would I want to change? That's one of those. I'm going to be more strict with my time in 2024. If you have a family, if you have children, think about what systems you're going to put in place. Think about what you're excited to do in your personal life and with your family in 2024. Uh, there's a lot of you that listen in that have children. You may not have children. You may just have your partner or you may be solo and that's amazing, but I don't want you to feel like the system that I'm putting in place and what I'm sharing for December is exclusively to people who don't have kids or who are single. It's for all of us. These are systems and ideas that you can use to get yourself excited for the new year because as I've mentioned so many times, December is the worst. December, January, February, worst times of the year. So we need to do things that are going to get us excited, that are going to invigorate us. And it's a new year and really you get to decide for yourself when your new year is, honestly. Thank you for joining me if you stuck to the very end. I love you. I appreciate you. Please subscribe to the podcast. Um leave us a rating and a review. It really helps with the podcast and I'm so appreciative of this community. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at She's Interesting Podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to the newsletter as well. Like, I share a lot of interesting information and useful tips in the newsletter, and yeah, I'm going to stop there, but thank you so much for joining. I hope that you have a beautiful December, and I'll see you next Tuesday.